0: I wanted to, I really wanted to avoid this, but I just, it was too much in my head, I felt like I had to record it, if for no other reason, just to have it later on in the future, but like, you know, just hear me out, I see this video, and I've had conversations with people about um other orientations and other lifestyles you know considering that i have different friends of different orientations and backgrounds so i understand a lot of different perspectives so this really wasn't all that surprising to me but i came to a new conclusion the video is a biological woman who transitioned into a man and you can't really tell for sure if it was that they saw a video or saw people. But in either case, this transitioned man is observing women in a bathroom and all the stuff they do. You know, like the doing each other's hair and talking and laughing. And I think they were talking about how there was a video of some girl doing pull-ups on the stall or something like that. In any case, the the implication is that this transition man is sort of like reminiscing about how it used to be to be a woman and the experience of being a woman and the interaction between women and all of that jazz and saying that now that he is a man, it's lonely. And, you know, he's saying, like, well, now, you know, remembering how it used to be. I feel so lonely now as a man. Forgoing all of my personal opinions about how people should probably, like. Ask the pros and cons of things. Not that I think you'll get every answer, but like. In my mind, I would think like. I'm not uh, trying to belittle your sadness, but you didn't see that coming? In any case, this is someone who's commentating on the video of this trans man saying this. And something that really caught my ear was when she said that she felt bad for him. Now, when I go through the comments... Most of the men are like Well duh Yeah this is what you signed up for This is the experience of men Like I don't know why you're surprised And I'm not gonna You know say that they don't They should be more sympathetic But it is at the same time Sympathy with You know realistic expectations Is what I think like Hey I feel sorry for you But like you Should've knew this was gonna happen you know, um, I've seen a lot of things over the years About the different desires for men to create More comfortable settings and social interactions So that we feel seen and heard and cared for But it hasn't happened yet And I don't really expect that it's going to Just because of how men are inherently Which led me to think, but if you feel sorry for this man, do you feel sorry for all men? Because all of the rest of the statements that were made sounded more like I can empathize with this person because I'm a woman and they used to be a woman. And I know that has to be jarring and it has to be a shock to Have the memory of what it used to be like. Compared to what it's like now. And so I thought. Well, if you feel sorry for him, you could not. Not feel sorry for other men, because that's what this person is saying. The experience of men sucks. So you have to feel sorry for all men. Right. But that was never implied Not that I was, you know, judging or anything, but I was just curious, like, is that what you think? And so I thought, well, what would a person say if they were going to argue against my question? And that's what led to the parts that encouraged me to make this episode, because I was like, well, this is something I don't know if people consider, but should be thought about. The question is basically, you know, the same implication that, well, this person is different. Something along the lines of this is a unique case. People in this unique experience are different because they used to be women, but now they're men. And so it's more of a culture shock. It's more of a self-identity crisis to experience the negatives of this while focusing on the positives of the past. So my thought was bullshit. Not that I disagree with what this person's experiencing, but what's happening is you're trying to minimize the experience of men. Why? Because We're all children at one point. What I started to think about is, what was it like when I was a boy? I don't know why, but for some reason, every time I start thinking about this men, women, and children thing, I always, every single time, envision that scene in Titanic. And I think it's because I saw that movie when I was a very young child. And... It just stuck with me. The idea that for some reason, women and children needed to be saved, but all the men deserved to die. And I never understood that. And it was crazy to me. And I guess maybe in some place I internalized the fear of growing up to be a man, knowing that My life doesn't matter in comparison. In comparison to the women and children, I get to die. But the crazy thing is 50% of the children are boys. So at some point in time, these boys will become men. And so I started thinking about that. As a child, I was always told I was cute. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so handsome. Oh, he's gonna break all the hearts. Oh, he's gonna have all the girls. This is stuff people are telling me. As a child, people asking me if I got a girlfriend. Grown women picking me up, hugging me. Strangers don't even know me. Sitting me on their lap. Calling me their little boyfriend. Hugging, kissing. And I mean like, you know, appropriately. But like. You know, just imagine being a young boy and having all of this love and affection on you all the time. And then you got your mom, your sisters, your aunt, your grandmother, your cousins, all the other women that are older than you in the family who dote on you because you're a baby, because you're a little kid. And all of the affection you get with that. And then all of a sudden out of the blue. All of that stops. All of a sudden out of the blue. And the reality is it happens. When you become a teenager. Because now that you're a teenager you're no longer a boy anymore. Now that you're a teenager. People don't see you like that. Generally. The concepts that come along with teenage boys are always negative. There is nothing positive said about teenage boys. It's you are a criminal, you are a villain, you're a predator, you're just a hoiny teenager, and all you want is sex and to take advantage of women. You're moody, you're distant, you don't want to talk, you're angry, you're depressed. You're violent, you're aggressive. Nothing good is said about teenage boys at all, ever, like never. And so this is what is thrown back at you all of a sudden out of the blue, you're a teenage boy. So everything that you do and say, and you think in your mind and every desire and intention you have must be negative. And I think there is some, there's some thought that's in the back of everyone's mind that goes back to our cultural past. Oh, you're a teenager, which means you're basically a man, which means that at this point you need to go out with the men and do men stuff, go hunt, go to war, go die to save the rest of us. You don't matter anymore. We, we don't see you like that. You're not sweet. You're not cute. You're not. You're not, you know, something that we want to show affection towards anymore. And so I was thinking the shock to experience at the moment that your hormones are going crazy. At the moment where you can't control if your penis gets hard or not. At the moment where everyone is starting to really compete whether it's sports or academics or social settings the hierarchy of school at the moment where you're having all of these changes and feel the least in control is the same moment where everybody says ill young man you're none of this Lovey-dovey affectionate stuff continues on. You have to stop that. And then the society teaches you that too. You're not supposed to be sensitive. You're not supposed to be affectionate. You're not supposed to be weak. You're not supposed to be vulnerable. You're learning all of this stuff at the exact same moment. And you're told that this is what you're supposed to be now for the rest of your life. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years old. You ain't even been on the planet that long. Live to be 80 years old. And you you told for the last 60, 70 something years, you are supposed to be this person. So I was thinking, obviously, it doesn't seem like it's a unique experience for women. And I would think that I would feel sorry more for teenage boys than for a grown woman. I would be more saddened to see this happen to a 13-year-old boy, this transition, than a woman who's in her 20s and 30s and decides to be a man. Because you had a choice. Albeit you might not have felt that way. This boy didn't have any choice. And he's reassured throughout the rest of his life that that's what it has to be. That he don't have no choice but to be what everyone is telling him. course people would say well i don't agree with that this woman has lived a longer life as a woman and a shorter time as a man and so that would make it harder and of course my response would be actually i see it the other way around that this man has lived longer in this state of solitude in this state of loneliness that's not a good thing you know the the idea that oh this boy should be this man should be able to deal with it cuz he's been dealing with it longer well i mean pain is pain doesn't stop it from hurting just because it hurts longer. I mean, if you think that way, then anybody who has a chronic illness, you should be like, well, I ain't got over it yet. Anybody who's lived with the disease or, you know, some irregularity physically, mentally, health wise, once they hit a certain point, you should be like, oh, we don't care. Why you ain't over it yet? You should be used to this pain. It should be all right now. I would think it'd be the opposite. I just go back to that. Women and children. That somehow we said. How old a man is. Determines his value. Determines his worth how old a male is determines if he even deserves to live craziness